Hey, what's up? Hi, welcome to the Sweet Tea Podcast, episode five. With Maya Money. And King Jer. Thank you for listening and thank you for keeping up with us. Yes, you know, we're very glad to have you back for five, five episodes, five <laughs> big ones. Now, let's just tap, tap, tap in. See what I did there? Um, so, yep. tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> Um, it Cute picks face. off from, hey, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Like, um, so as I was saying, not the dog. The dog in the back. So, yes, um, let's tap in. So this episode picks off from the last episode where Brie and Becky are on the steps and Becky is telling, um, Brie about how Thailand thought that the other day when they were deciding they were thinking about the whole room situation that Brie came off aggressive towards Miami because she kept on asking Miami like do you want the room do you want the room Mm -hmm. now my personal intake and I said this before I don't think that Brie had mal intentions I think it was just excuse me I think it was just her tone that came off made her come off as aggressive towards Miami Mm -hmm. but that I don't think that was like her intention and um, anyway, then after Brie receives this information, she feels away. And so she, the girls go back inside and Brie confronts the girls and she starts crying. Um, and what set me was <laughs> when she was yelling, Becky was in the back covering her mouth laughing. <laughs> She's like, oh, you guys are fucking weird. Like, She's like, you guys have me fucked up. And I was like, the, everybody was like, everybody was laughing, smile, enjoying. Because they were like, breakfast they were so thrown off they were like, and they like, all were like at first when they saw Brie they were all like oh hey they're and like so, hey yeah. girl and then she started crying they're like wait what like no, so they were just really fucking confused yeah and um and Thailand Thailand was I felt like Thailand was coming for Brie um in this moment yeah but not giving the same energy towards Amanda yeah like I've said. And you're right about it. You're absolutely right about it because nobody was really talking to Amanda about anything when, you know, it's just like, I can understand like telling getting a little aggressive. It just was a bit misdirected. But like you were saying, if we're coming for people, then, you know, like Miami could have for real came for like Amanda or she could have also added like, hey, like, if she wanted to comfort Brie because Brie was crying and being like, Miami, like, I'm sorry if I made you feel some type of way. She'd be like, oh, well, it's not like Amanda offered her room either. So, like, don't feel too bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that there could have been, like you said, a little bit more accountability from Amanda or Thailand directing a little bit of some of that energy towards Amanda, too, or just, you know, not being as harsh on Brie. But I think I can understand why kind of she was and why it was misdirected. Um, because like we've been saying in previous episodes, it seems like there's a lot of more people coming for Ty this season. Mm-hmm. And I understand a lot more people saying that Ty needs to take accountability. But like she wasn't really talking about what the thing that she was trying to get across to Brie was that she wasn't talking about Brie in a like negative tone like that. 
like with other friends or like making fun of her like that. Like in a way she was being catty about her, but it's just like how you would talk about your friends if you were just like, oh, like honestly, she's just dramatic, dramatic. Like it's no sense in like talking to her about it. Like I know how she's going to be. She's dramatic. Like it's fine. And yeah. And she was right where it's like, sometimes you talk to your other friends just to be like, am I being crazy or was she like, being kind of dramatic in that bitch last night like that's just how we were talking and becky was just like yeah. you know what what was up but becky also should have let her know that becky was the one that brought that conversation up to ty and everybody exactly to find out what was going on like ty wasn't just bringing it up and talking about becky like that's not how it was and that's what becky i i mean that's what i think brie was confusing and Ty calling Brie emotionally manipulative was out of the blue to me. And yeah, it was a the, little out of pocket. Yeah, it was really out of pocket. And the way that she was trying to explain how Brie was emotionally manipulative didn't add up to mm-hmm. being emotionally manipulative. Brie was just calling her out and like all the girls are really on not confronting her and making it seem like everything was fine. Whereas if where Brie wasn't like, trying to be a bitch like i understand and like brie really was being like oblivious and it's not really her fault because nobody came to her and being like hey girl like if you don't mind like miami should have this room because she needs to have her own room and it doesn't give like brie didn't put up a fight you know no one yeah came to her. we never saw that somebody came to her and actually asked for her room exactly so, hey. and also i just feel like it was, like you said, I think that Ty's anger and frustration was just misdirected. And it was just, Brie was just, like, the building point, like, the cherry on top that made her react when it was just more of, like, her reacting towards the group as a whole because of what she's been going through this season. And people always saying, like, Ty's doing this and Ty's doing that. More and she's like, damn, like, what about everybody else? And also... Right. It, what irritated me was when Amanda hopped in when Brie was like, guys, why didn't you tell me, like, the situation? Why weren't you real about it? And Amanda was like, well, you know, like, in the previous – and um, we've all had – already had previous issues with Miami before. So we didn't want to come off a certain way or whatever. And I was like, girl, now you're talking because when you should have been talking and offered your room, but instead you were making a whole big deal because you were missing your man's comedy show. Yep. You didn't want to say anything about giving up your room, but now you want to come for Brie. And I was like, "Mm, this should have been directed to her too. And even more so than it was to Brie, to be honest. And I agree. Because at least Brie said something like, did she say it the right way was the right tone used? It could have been better. But she said something when nobody else was really and like I said, having a solution. Like I said in the previous episode, um, at least Brie had a man in New York. And none of them did. Mm-hmm. So if I want to have my room, like, I get it. Like, girl, yeah, man, most of y'all are coupled up. Yeah, man, not here. I understand exactly. you know that you can't be with him, but go be in another room. <laughs> At least you got your own room to cry in. Come you on. got your own room to cry in. So. Uh, brother. Oh, but, my goodness. Yeah. But on to the next scene. Yes. That's Kofi, too funny. Gerald, and PJ at the car wash. And yes. they're just talking about Rob's upcoming event. And something that was really funny to me was when Gerald asked a very key question that all of us were thinking is Rob funny? 
And I don't know. I just I'm glad. Somebody, like, no, I'm, I did too. Because, and Kofi was like, yeah, like we've seen, or like we've had conversations <laughs> with him to think that he's funny. But is he like funny? And I feel like even in this moment, PJ didn't know. And PJ was yeah, taking a little like, back. Y'all like, just got to see. Like, at y'all got to see. Because we've been saying this type of like, imagine he's not funny. It was <laughs> that would risk. suck. Like, you're quitting your job to not be funny. To not be funny at all. But I also feel like, I don't know. I didn't feel like um, they talked about too much in this scene. But it was an issue Mm-mm. that Jalen, or not Jalen, but PJ brought up his issue with Rob inviting Jalen to the show without yeah. um, Rob first Which asking was PJ. It was just a bit messy because I was just like, let's just be grown about it. Like at the end of the day, exactly. like if it's going to be my comedy show, like my girlfriend's not already already not coming. Like I'm just trying to invite people um, to just like have a good time. But also it was just like, yeah, like I was saying, I don't know. It just could have been a moment where we could have just been like, yeah, let's be grown. And hey, if I see him, we'll get over it. Like, yeah, I have a problem with him not talking to me about it first. And then it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Tell him not to come to the event. Like, it wasn't no. only Rob's <laughs> private comedy show. Like, it was like an open, it was kind of like open mic, but like, obviously like a, a set list of uh, yeah. comedians. But so I saw PJ's just... point of view because it was just like, I don't know. I'm guessing there's been like a few weeks or so that has panned out between like Bree's event and then the comedy club event. And I feel like, Jalen should have been real and just talked to him before the event or Rob should have been like hey considering what just happened because also like from like a business standpoint you don't want any you don't want anybody fighting at your comedy event especially if that's your first that's your first event so just from that perspective if I was Rob I would be like hey I know what happened between you and um, Jalen do you guys need to talk it out before my show because you don't want a bunch of niggas fighting and then that just takes away from your comedy set so i feel like he should i feel like the right thing since they always want to talk about who's the man and being a man and uh, the that's what a man should have done and i agree real about it i completely agree i addressed it it could have been really easy for rob to call out Jalen in that moment and just been like, like you said, just like, hey, I want to invite you to this. But if I'm also keeping it real, like, I just think that you should have a conversation with PJ before you come. Like, just keep it real. Of Some course, they're not going to do that. But yeah, let's jump into the next scene at Uncle Chucky's house. I called this the niggas in the old heads. Um, <laughs> I love this moment. because Yeah, it was, it was really, really wholesome. Funny. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I like just seeing authentic, like, Black life, if that makes sense. And I feel like this moment happens a lot. I feel like with old heads and youngins, as we would say in the South, like, especially (laughs) when everyone, like, or everyone in that group of the conversation is of the same sex. Like, I feel like these conversations happen. Like, I've definitely seen it where it's, like, young women and older women of the family. Like, Mm -hmm. similar combos will happen. Um, I don't know. It's just really funny. It's not that we're talking about knocking the boots. I know. And when Chunky was like, sometimes is the bros before the hose. It took me I out. Know. It took me out. It was so it's funny. So... It really took me out. I was like, that is sick. Knock it in the boots, though. Like, that did take the cake. Really? To give you a little context, um, Marcus and his father had walked in. And his father got swag. I just want to say. Yeah. I thought Marcus's dad had a lot of swag. Go the ahead. hat, the, tur- the black turtle with the chain. The turtle the neck in summertime shoes. with the chain. 
was like, like he was eating everybody up. He did. He really did. He walked in and I, I was like, oh, you And no you sweating. He wasn't nope. even sweating. And a long sleeve turtleneck outside. <laughs> outside. I'll be in LA, please see me. <laughs> like, I would be sweating bullets. I would be drenched in that <laughs> shirt. Emphasis on turtleneck. Oh my goodness. But no, it was so funny when they were talking about basically uh, in Marcus's family when you become quote unquote a man based off a certain like accomplishment of yours. Like for Marcus, it was getting his master's overseas. And I forgot what it was for his dad, but um, that's I think when it was when got he got his house or when he Oh, I think when he, when he bought something. his house for his family. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's when they got their boots. But then, yeah, the knock in the boots joke came. I just <laughs> thought that was just too funny. There's not that much to say in this um, moment other than, you know, we do see, like we like I was saying a little earlier, um, the boys holding Jalen a bit account- accountable and being like, I just feel like as a man, bro, like, because they also saw that it was Jalen who swung, like, mm-hmm. you need to be the one to talk to PJ yeah. about this if you're going to go to Rob's event. And then Jalen was kind of just pushing it off, like, I don't really fuck with PJ. I don't really care, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's not about that. Like, you just it's need not, to be accountable. It's about doing the right thing. Just like you were trying to hold Thailand and everybody else accountable. Hold yourself accountable, my boy. Exactly. And even when he was talking to them about it, I remember he said that the reason he didn't like PJ was because he was always he always sees him bickering and bickering conversations with women. And low-key, while that is unfortunately true because (laughs) of how he did Becky and, like, the whole situation with, like, him and the girls, I don't think that was the point to hit him. And I feel like Jalen needed to own up to why he hit him because first it was, oh, I don't like him. Then it was, it wasn't personal. And... Then he even blamed Ty at one point and said yeah. it was because he was um, telling him how to collect his girl. When PJ wasn't doing that, PJ was telling everybody else to listen to Ty. And I think Jalen just felt away that he wasn't the one to say that and got into a little sword fight with PJ about like who's going to tell everybody to listen to Ty. I think that is the best way to put it that you did. A little sword fight. Like, literally just men fighting with their dicks. Because at the end of the day, like, Jalen's only mad over, like, who has the bigger dick in this situation. Like, because we said, as we said before, and as you just said, Peter was just trying to calm everybody else down. And when K-10 said, oh, it's just, it's the wood versus Inglewood, it's not even about that. It's not. It's and just it's about giving, you acting like grown people and knowing how to act yeah. right at a place. It's just like, okay, you grew up on a different side of town than me, or like, like that's all they keep making the the like um, deciding factor between the wood and who who's in the wood versus what is it, Inglewood? Yeah. And so I'm like, is it giving that actually they all grew up in Inglewood, but just on a different side of Inglewood? I don't really know, but I don't know. I think it's that's just... what like the point is, because I think the wood is supposed to be like Ingle like gentrified basically. Gentrified Inglewood. But what's interesting yeah. is 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 me calling me and my friends like the wood any different between you calling you and your friends like a wolf pack? Like Yeah, that's true. And also it's like they don't even refer to themselves as the wood. K-10 just refers to them as the wood. Continuously, yeah. And I feel like the only the only fair point he had in bringing that, like, argument was his beef with Gerald because that's what it was giving when Gerald got security called on him. But I mm-hmm. feel like in the situation with Jay 
with Jalen and PJ, it has nothing to do with where they grew up. It just has to do with the fact that they just need to grow up and just yeah, it's about Jay actually just act up, act right. It's literally just about acting like grown men, ah, which unfortunately they never do. But let's just jump into legacy that. table. Yeah. I'm I've been myself. waiting to talk about the fits. I think House Party Creative, shout out to them, did their damn thing. Mm-hmm. The space looked so good. Uh, just yeah. like, and it was incredible that they were able to like book this and have this event for them. I'm going to keep plugging that we need to be at the next. Yes. Hello. Ty, if you're listening to this, please. Because like, don't hide out. how to find your IGs. We'll pay for the I ticket think. to get in. Yeah. As long as it's not too much. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> Let me not be that bitch. No, me. I'm like, it's when person. it's like 6,000, it's like, oh, um, actually, let me run that back by you. Like, <laughs> or like to get in, they just want to do a credit check first. They're like, actually. I know. It's like... <laughs> Stop. Don't play with me. My credit is a slay. Same. Per. <laughs> Good for us. What can I say? Per. Um, but the looks. I was confused. Was there, while I think they all ate, was there a theme? Because I was a little, I was a little confused because some were giving Great Gatsby, but then others giving Victoria era, era, and then with Brie was giving futuristic fashion. And then I saw that everybody else at the event wasn't dressed like that. So were they trying to dress as a unit? But I don't think as a collective the theme was fully addressed. But I'm not saying that their lips were bad. I was just a little confused because it was serving different vibes. I'm screaming. There wasn't... (laughs) I know the theme of the night was like Naya Seneca Falls which is what Central Park is. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Or Seneca Park, which is... uh, Or is it Seneca Falls? It might be something, but it's Seneca Seneca something. Seneca Village. Seneca Seneca Village. Seneca Falls is Ithaca. Cynical, that's right. Because I, you know, we went, <laughs> we went to the again. <laughs> but um, I couldn't really decide if there was like a fit theme. I think they all looked good. Like you were saying, I just yeah. put, I just put two and two together that everybody else is kind of just dressed business casual. It seemed like yeah. they were just like trying to give as being part of like house party creative. Um, and so I was here for it. I didn't like Becky's outfit. But that, like, my thing is, I'm just not a fan of the Victorian era style of, like, which I've seen in fashion lately. So I don't want to say that it wasn't fashionable. I actually think that Mm -hmm. Becky's outfit was very fashionable. It's just not my taste because it was, like, the floral lace, just different different patterns of lace put together, different colors also. It was just a lot going on. And especially with, like, I the I liked it from the top up, but from Me the too. bottom. The bottom with that leg cut out, I didn't like. Yeah, That exactly. was just it. Um, and then I also didn't really like Amanda's dress just because I thought she could have worn a dress that flattered her a bit more. I thought it was a pretty dress. Just mm-hmm. I just didn't think it, like, flattered her that much. But I thought it was still a pretty – it was still, like, a pretty dress. But like you were saying, hers, Amanda's, and um, – Candace's as nice oh. as they were. I actually like ties a lot. I think out of all of them, probably the most like fitting ties and breeze, other than yeah, uh, Cheryl's. Also Cheryl's, and, yeah, I like Cheryl's uh, a lot. Cheryl's and Miami's. Um, I really like Miami's. Um, I kind of liked, but I thought she could do more. I forgot what she wore. If I'm being honest, it was like a court. It was basically same vibes. It was like a under corset. 
oh, okay. and like a shirt kind of dress kind of vibe but I was expecting her to go harder because I've seen her go harder in her looks and I sit here saying mm-hmm. it's wearing like my <laughs> pajama shirt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I my lounge shirt my pajama pants but don't get it twisted we can still slay we can still pull a look we're just mm-hmm. it's 12 a.m right now um, I could eat them up I'm not shy yeah um, I'm no, not shy so, to a look. <laughs> don't get it twisted. But yeah, it was just like, I just wish there was a little bit more cohesive on that front. But that's yeah. like a small thing. That's that, like, true. Like imagine they all like decided to wear a, like the same color or something. Yeah, that would be game. nice. Like I could see like Cheryl and Miami not because they weren't, they were just there for vibes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like if the other five of them were like, oh, okay, like, yeah, let's, let's dress up for this. But that's so funny. So someone's giving Great Gatsby, someone's <laughs> giving Victorian era, and someone's giving futuristic. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I said in my notes, it's giving Great Gatsby meets the Victorian era meets futuristic fashion. Respectfully. Oh, my goodness. But, um, um. <laughs> yeah, that's all I had to say. Actually, no, that's not all I had to say. I want to tap into how Becky going to say she ain't expect dimples. I that's know! All I can say. I don't remember his name, but how she ain't expect Dimples and Kyle to show up when she invited them both. I know. She was like, it's so crazy. And I was like, girl, you knew girl, me, But honestly, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. I'm about to say they it. both pulled up. up. And they were being simple about it. They were. I you, know how, you know how niggas like to. I'm about to say, it was given like, let the best nigga win. And I live exactly. for that. I live for that. I was like, okay, y'all know what it is. Like, <laughs> but when they called her out and they're like, it seems like you got me and my boy in an interview. I was like, yeah, because that's what it is. I do. Because I do. <laughs> and may the best nigga win. And you're both still sitting here, so. Right. And they both stayed to the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, go, Becky. I'm glad at the end, though, she said she was going to go with Kyle because a little later in the episode, we saw, like, Miami say that Becky usually chooses guys who might be bad for her. I know. And we like see that, that Becky, rude, I mean, mood. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not us all having the same issue. But I'm glad we get to see Becky even, like, contemplate that moment of, like, I know that Dimples is my type and he's player as fuck, fine as fuck. But Kyle is just a bit more intentional and would be the right guy. And Kyle was fine as fuck, too. I feel exactly. like sometimes when you're not as nice, if you don't give player, like, you don't get see- you don't get taken as fine as fuck. And Kyle was giving. Like, Kyle was He good. was giving. I, I am going to say that, me personally, I would have chosen Joel. I know Nichols, you would have. Just how we I'm... were just saying, <laughs> we choose who's fucking bad for us. Like, look at you. No, and I know he would break my heart, too. And you know why? He is also Jamaican. Oh, bitch. Like, I'm sorry, don't play with my facts. I was about to say, let's not get into it. <laughs> we can't say nothing. I can say it. Cancel? I can say it as a Trini. I can say it. I think it's a very well-known fact. As a Caribbean gal, you don't play with Jamaican men. But Joelle, I, I would choose. I would choose. And I know, I know that I shouldn't. I should choose Kyle, just like Becky did. And I'm proud of her for that, because... Me too. I would have chose Kyle. I would have. I would have chose Kyle long term, but I would have yeah. slept with Dimples. Just to sleep with him. Just to because because Dimples was giving player as fuck. Like, okay, like at the party, I would have slept with him, but at legacy event, I would have invited Kyle. Like that's what it gets. You know? Oh But I then they're boys, so they probably would have talked about it and it'd be like, yeah. ah, damn. <sighs> Messing up the vibe. <laughs> I feel like we want to go on a date with Kyle. 
I mean, not Kyle. I mean, I I, I would go on a I bet you would. And when you're not surprised, when you're not surprised <laughs> that he breaks your heart. No, you would. And he might be a fuck nigga. Because literally, let's talk about let's talk about how we were introduced to him, right? When that moment at the party before and he's like, legacy nobody table. Nobody told me about my dimples before. And Becky says, "You really gonna sit here and lie to my face when you and have the deepest like, dimples in the world that you've ever seen? We have like, you have the real? deepest dimples." No, and she said, saying. you are going to stare at me and lie in my face. I was so happy that Becky said that. And all he could do was chuckle and smile. And he said, you know, give me your I'd number. Like, no, like me too. Like I would have shook in my boots a little bit. Oh, you're a mess. I thought you were going to say you would have eaten up the fact that he was like, LOL, well, you know, put my number in your phone. Like, I would have eaten that up. And I still would have put his number in my phone. You're a mess. I know. You're a fucking mess. Both of us are. <laughs> Don't even come for me. But, like, not too much. Not too fucking much. Be for real. Be so for real right now. Be fucking for real. I will read you right now on this mic. Like, I've grown. <laughs> I'll say my thoughts. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay, I'm there. I'm, tr- I'm getting there, y'all. Please. If you know, you know. He does give, um, like, his player, the way he comes off is very, like, New York. Very New York City nigga. Like, like he, he's smooth with it. He's smooth with it. Yeah. Like, there's two there's two types. Like, Petiri. Yeah, Petiri gives a certain type of New York nigga that just has a certain pizzazz, a certain twing. Exactly. Like, I, he might break my heart, giving. but it won't be that bad. But like right. the wild dimples, he'll break my heart and I'll be crying and for a couple of months. I might, I was about to say, I might like be in a spiral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's, <laughs> and, and he's on TikTok. So you know, he's going to break, you, you know, you know, like, because all the girls are probably like gassing him up. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that thing where it's like a zodiac sign or nose it off the bat? Just leave him alone because he's for the streets. Yeah. It's so true. It is. I've seen that. It's like I'm you know screaming. too much. You know too but much. But what like y'all? How- what y'all expect these men to do when every girl is asking the same question? <laughs> no, no. It's just like you know. It's just like you know too much. Right. I think there's a difference because okay, there's two. There's two types. There's the guy who goes, oh yeah, like my sign is like Aquarius or Gemini, and you're like, okay, cool. But they're like, I don't know that much about it. I just know it's my sign. So there's still a little bit of a red flag, especially if you take into account what type of sign they're at. But it's like, okay, you're not like ran through because you don't know that deep. But I remember one time a guy, I was like, oh, what's yours? I didn't even bring it up. He goes, yeah, my sign is Aquarius. And you know, one thing about us Aquarius that we're always, we don't like to be in one box. We like to da 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 da. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> how do you know that much how do you know that much you've been ran through you said no actually way. you're a whore i'm gonna stay away <laughs> but i didn't but <laughs> <laughs> but i thought it in my head yeah so i still had the <laughs> i still had the intuition um and I, I would do it again but that's not the point the point is yeah if he knows yours if he or if he knows the rising and moon 
What do you know you're rising for? What do you know you're moving for? Let's get back into the show. (laughs) I know. We're going to get back on track here. And the next scene is actually Rob's show. And I didn't have much to say about this other than I'm glad it was actually good and funny. Because Mm -hmm. imagine if he tanked. I would have been embarrassed for him. I think his first joke didn't land well. I didn't think that was funny because... Why are you why are you joking about telling your girl you got good pussy? It just was weird. It was like, was like are you and just gonna... to just to put it out there for those who don't know, his literal first joke was like, fellas, <clears throat> you ever got some pussy? Cause I'm trying I'm trying to get into my straight man bag, you know, you know? <laughs> fellas <laughs> Fellas, you ever got some pussy so that. good that you wanna go home and tell your girl about it? And I was like and I was like, and you wanted your Crickets. girlfriend to be at your first set, and you were gonna say that joke? The would come on stage and knock his head up. I would have been like, oh, so who you fucking at work? Exactly. <laughs> like, what's going you on? About? Unless you were saying like, you ever got some pussy from so long ago, but you remember how good it was, and you want to tell your girl about it? Like, maybe that. That's a maybe? better joke. Because it, it gives something. Yeah, it doesn't give like. For him. I'm saying I'm just trying to make it seem like you're less of a giving cheater. him a run for the money. <laughs> him a run for the money. Yeah, you need. A, I could be your ghostwriter. I, I won't try to shoot too much. But Not too, too much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true because I was like, and nobody really laughed, and I was like, but then the other jokes, mm-hmm. the teacher jokes were funny, and, and that's why I'm like, why is he quitting? That is your best content. Keep your teacher job and use the kids as content, please. No, yeah, because, like, I was, like, that just reminded me of, like, the wild stuff I would see my kids doing. And I'd be, like, please, it's, like, you want me to report you. Like, I don't need to see this. I don't need to hear this. So it bounces back between Legacy Table (laughs) and Rob's show until the end of the episode. And after Rob's show, all the niggas are standing around the table together um, and they're all, you know, congratulating Rob and things. And Maya just had a good point. And do you want to say it again, Maya? Yes, I have a couple points, actually. So first, <laughs> Rob comes to the tape. Okay, okay. First, I thought it was funny when Gerald and Kofi came to the table. And he knew A10, I think that's his name. AQ, AQ. AQ, my bad, AQ. And Jay was like, y'all boys? And I was like relax like i was like sit out yeah it was so odd that he even said i did thought that was like an awkward i was like okay like even if you didn't know that there are boys you sit this one out and just be like oh like exactly it's like hooping for ages and they're like hooping and i was like oh my god like you want to make everything a problem tonight huh but also rob declares that he's (laughs) quitting his teaching job and (laughs) it was just like after one show like I'm Can glad we get three more. Excited, Can we get I'm a like, solo you know, show? Right. Exactly. Like, sold out. Maybe after your first solo set, less chat. You know what I mean? But exactly. this was, it was giving like 10, 15 minute set. Like it wasn't even like a 30 minute, 40 minute set where he really had to stand and be up there. You know, it was a comedy night where there was other comedians. So it's like, I don't know. I, I'm, I like the excitement. I just am like, let's, let's hold on, Rob. Like, I feel the energy, but let's hold on for a second. Let's keep booking them, you know? Right, right. But just to fast forward a little bit, I see what Rob was trying to do at at the end of, like, trying to have PJ and Jalen come to terms um, and bring people together, which is why it seems like he invited Jalen, like, in the first place. 
But at the end of your show is not the time or place for exactly. this conversation. It's just like, I wouldn't even think that my show should be the time or place for this. I could. The only reason I could see it is because, okay, if not my show, then these niggas probably will just not go out of their way to talk to each other because men are hard-headed anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic that it's girls Girls need to hold accountability of each other and blah, blah, right. blah. But all the men are doing is running away from their problems consistently. Consistently. Right. But anyway. Read them, read them. I just have to, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> exactly. But all I'd say is this moment of PJ and Jalen actually having the conversation about what happened at the Better by Bree event just, like, went kind of nowhere. Like, I think that Jalen saying, like, you defending the nigga that, like, we've talked shit about, like, when he was talking about, bro- like, bringing Rob in, I just thought, like, why did you decide to have this moment to throw Rob under the bus like that? Like, right. it's not about him at all. It just gives, again, you can't take accountability in this moment. Rob has nothing to do with this moment. Exactly. It just makes no sense. And he was talking in circles the whole time. Like, one minute wasn't personal. Second minute... It was, he was telling PJ how he didn't like him. Yeah. And PJ was right. Like, Jay, Jalen was capping the whole time. Like, the whole time. it was like, if you're good, if you say you don't like, you don't like PJ, just stick to it from the jump and be like, yeah, I did this because I don't like you. When it wasn't about Rob, it wasn't about Tylen, and, you know, not me co- coming, sticking up to Rob's defense, because, but it really wasn't <laughs> about him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they break the break. <laughs> but like the truth, it really wasn't about him. And it was just like, why, like you said, why would you bring that to somebody else's club? Like, that's just yeah. if you were beefing at the wedding, you should have just stayed beefing at the wedding. Stayed that way. And I'm just gonna tap into like even my thoughts because it continues more on the next episode, but like maybe mm-hmm. we can like just talk about it and wrap it up in yeah. this episode. Um, because what the miss for me was, like I said already, like he didn't take accountability of the situation. But at the same time, for him to tell PJ that he put himself in the situation at the Butterbright Brie event was just so odd. And even like PJ's response to me was absolutely valid. It was like I put myself in that situation. How? Like, like how? they came I up didn't to tell him to you, talk to him. I didn't tell you to swing on me. Like, I was already at the table. If anyone put themselves in the situation, it's you. Because you came on hot to me consistently. And, like, I was already having a conversation with the girls. Not you. You exactly. just wanted to back up your girl when I didn't even have a problem with her. The problem was actually with Becky. And that's why the girls are there in the, in the first place. Just to, like, kind of have Becky's back. But it's like they don't go to the initial, like... The root of the problem. The root of the problem. Thank you. The only one that ever did that this entire season has been Miami. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and it's also like the way that um, Jalen was sticking up for Rob in a way was weird because it was like a couple episodes ago, you were saying that you don't trust him and how his energy is off and how you're carrying a sage around you to protect you from all this negative energy and this, that, and the third. So it's like, first you were trying to defend Ty. Now you're trying to defend Rob. But what were you trying to defend Rob from? Because Rob and PJ weren't even beefing. Rob was trying to defend PJ. So it's like, get your story straight. If if you're going to stick, if you're going to, you know, stick by your actions, at least have your story straight and take, you know, be real about it. (laughs) Be so real right now. Like, be so fucking real. And he was not so fucking real. Like, yeah. 
I don't even have anything more to say, like, on this moment. Just, like, when they call Rob over, I thought it was interesting <laughs> because I feel like Rob was caught off guard for being, yeah, he was like, for being big as fuck. He, he was, was like, why did you put me in this boat? He was because, one, P.J. misconstrued it of, like, oh, so you and Robin talking shit about me. like, And Jalen kind of set it up wrong because it's, like, Rob and Jalen haven't been cool for a minute. So it's, like, we used to yeah. talk shit about you before... Like, before you were, like, we were friends with you and stuff. Yeah, because of your issues with the girls. And I'm glad that someone kind of did call out how weird his friendship is with PJ. I know I said this earlier, but I'm glad it was really, like, called out this right in their face. of just, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we didn't used to fuck, but now you fuck with each other and it seems like it's only transactional. Like, not to call it there, but... Like, that's what it's giving, that it is transactional. Because if they weren't friends, if he wasn't his manager... And he wasn't working with PJ, then he would not be defending. Why would him. they be friends? Exactly. And he would be possibly still talking shit about him, um, mm-hmm. to whatever extent he was with Jalen or whatever. Do you have anything else, Miss Money? No, I think we said it all quite nicely too. Although I, I feel like so. we didn't get to talk a little bit about like Brie and Ty's little beef that transpired into the Legacy Table event because Brie kept on talking about her male functioning wardrobe issue and wasn't by the door. Right. I mean, it didn't (laughs) seem like Ty had that much of of an issue with it. I mean, like, I feel like from the confessional, ironically, we saw, like, Ty saying, like, I just feel like she's emotional about what we were saying before. Like, Pateri is here. Like, Ty was already setting herself up in a way to be, like, Brie might not actually be 100% focused on this event. So... Just yeah. in case, like, she was telling the other girls, like, can y'all look, be the ones that look out for her instead of me? And because exactly. I feel like it was Ty, like, she probably would have went off a little more, but it's her event. She has more things to focus on than Brie yeah. and, like, making sure everybody has a good time. Um, But, yeah, it was a little annoying that, like, Brie wasn't there as much as she should have been. I understand the wardrobe malfunction and the issue with it. But, like, honestly, as soon as I would have got off the elevator, I would have been like, I have, like, I don't know why also Brie wasn't there early first part if you're meant to be working the door but yeah i was like i would as soon as i got out the elevator and i felt that i would have been like come on becky let's go we're going to do this now and i would have been back out there in 10 minutes to start the event and be there the entire time i'm glad it didn't become like a full-on kind of blow up between them because i don't think it needed to be they didn't need another they kept it professional they did what they had to do while the men wanted to use an event to hash out something when i was like they what? always want to use an event to hash out something. They do. Like, and they were like, we're not having anything? that here. <laughs> like, let's stop doing that, please. Like, next exactly. season, can we not have more altercations at actual events? I would like that. <laughs> Tune in next time because these next two episodes, I know we said this even last episode. Yeah, we're really about to go in. We're about to go in and you will be receiving them this week. So Period. stay on the lookout. Follow us on Spotify and instagram at the sweet tea la and stay sexy stay cool out there because it's really hot and keep watching sweet life la on hbo max not a paid promotion <laughs> we have to say that don't get it twisted don't get it twisted but yeah this is thank not you enough. for listening yes and we'll see you next time bye, bye.